find a way in which we can encourage our minister, Brother Brown, before he comes forward to lead us in a word of God. I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in, and then a little light from heaven filled my soul. Oh, it bathed my heart in love and wrote my name above, and just a little talk with Jesus made me whole. Lord, now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about our trouble. Hear our faintest cry, he'll answer by and by. Feel a little prayerful yearning, heart unto heaven is turning. Find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Sometimes my path seems dreary without a ray of sheep. And then a cloud of doubt may hide the light of day. Oh, you know the mist of sin may rise and hide the starry sky. But just a little talk with Jesus clears the way. Lord, now let us have and let us tell, Lord, and he will hear, and he will answer by and by. Feel a little prayerful yearning, heart unto heaven is turning. Find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. I may have doubts and fears, my eyes be filled with tears, but Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. You know that I go to him in prayer, he knows my every care, and just a little talk with Jesus clear to right. Lord, now let us have and let us tell him all, oh, and he will hear, yeah, and he will answer by and by, and when you feel a little prayerful, and as your heart, and you will find a little talk with Jesus, gonna make it all right, Lord, you know it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, well, just a little talk with Jesus makes it right, Lord, you know it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, well, just a little talk with Jesus makes it right, come on, come on and let us tell them all about, and he will hear, and he will answer by and by, and when you feel a little prayerful, and as your heart, and you will find a little talk with Jesus makes it all right. This morning, Kent could not be with us. He is in uh, 
someplace in North Carolina with that Ryan Russell guy. <laughs> now, Kent's doing a uh, parenting workshop. I thought it was really ironic that about a week before he goes out there for that parenting workshop, Ryan and Erin announced that she's pregnant and they're expecting. Perfect timing. Of course, if you listen to Ryan, he knows everything there is to know about parenting anyway. He'll find out. We, uh, we traded up, well, at least in age. We got rid of the younger brown and <laughs> traded up for a, an older, more mature brown. Pat and I have known each other for more than 30 years, and it's been a very a real privilege for me to know him and to consider him not only a dear friend, but one of the finest Christian men I have ever met. And it was, a, it was a surprise and an honor this week when Kent said, would you mind introducing Pat on Sunday? And he said, you've only got four or five minutes. But I could tell you a lot about this man. Um, we go back and we've got some deep, deep roots. And uh, he's here this morning to not only fill in for Kent, but also to tell us about one of his favorite subjects, and that's the World Bible School. Kent's been working, I mean, Pat's been working with them for about seven years now. And we're, we're just tickled to death to have him this morning. Let's uh, have a prayer, and then I'll turn it over to my dear brother. Father God, thank you for blessing us this morning, for giving Pat the strength and the wisdom to, and the love, Father, to pursue the World Bible Study. Thank you for the good that this organization does and for the message that it carries throughout the world. Father, I pray that you would strengthen him that you would continue to give him the wisdom that you have poured out on him. And Father, I thank you for the love that he reflects from you to others. I ask that you would bless him this, this morning, Father, as he delivers the message to us. Bless his family, Father, as he is away from them. And again, Father, thank you for sending him our way. All these things, Father, we ask in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Well, first of all, we've got to check this mic. Am I on back there, Perry? Can you hear me okay? From with the, Okay, I'm getting a wave. That's either, it's either starting a wave or he says yes. Okay, fantastic. Well, I'm going to talk about a couple of my favorite subjects this morning. Uh, Jesus is one, so we're actually going to get around to Jesus. If you're, if you're wondering about that, I try, to, I try to bring him into almost every time I present in front of somebody. Um, he's kind of a big deal to me. I think he's a big deal to you, so we're going to talk about him as well. You see my name up there? It doesn't really mean a lot, but like, like Bill said, you just trade one brown for another. You kind of can't get rid of us. You know, there's a lot of us. Uh, but that's a, So for some of you here who are coming this morning and say, you know, Brother Brown is going to speak to us this morning. We can't wait. You exactly got it right. We got it right. So uh, I am really glad to be here. This is a special congregation to me in many ways. Um, the last two times I was... And this pulpit was for funerals, and so I'm glad to be here on another occasion and not have to talk about that, although that was, uh, those were special people in my life and in the lives of this congregation. It's great to come to a congregation and see people that you know. Um, I knew that Kelly attended this congregation, but I, but I didn't realize I was a seer, so it's great to see Kelly Carter. Uh, I knew the Lemons went here, but I, I forgot that they were here. So we just need Patrick and Michael, right? And, we just, and 
and Jonathan. And so, you know, there's more lemons that I can count sometimes. But it's great to be here. This is a great congregation. And I'm looking forward to this morning. I want to thank the elders for giving me some time this morning. One of, one of the purposes for me being here is to thank you for your support, about, support of World Bible School. And to update you on what's going on. But it's not going to be your typical missionary come and, and with hat in hand and saying, you know, I'm not going to show you pictures of wells being dug, although that's fantastic. I'm not show you a picture of a church building being built in somewhere, although that's fantastic. I'm going to tell you what God's doing through World Bible School. And I want you to be encouraged. And I want you to be excited to know that you're part of that, that you're helping that. That, that you're not a part of something that's drifting off, that's fading, but it's getting bigger and better, and because of God, is being something that is truly one of the most exciting things within the churches of Christ today. And so few people know about it. But we're going to talk about that. But I do want to thank the elders very much for giving me this time. Uh, they're a special bunch here. I know that you are as thankful as I am of the eldership that you have here, and it's, it is great. Kent and I sat down a couple of weeks ago uh, in his office, and you know, you are, you are lucky to have Kent, not just because he's a Brown, but because I, I've never seen a guy that has so much care and love for people, especially this congregation. Kent has a vision for what, what, not only what's happening right now, but where he wants it to go. He wants it to be God-led, God-led, Bible-led, Spirit-led, and Elder-led. And praise the Lord, you're going to get there, and you're doing some great, fantastic things. I was wondering, so many people left when the children and Hispanic ministry left. I thought, is there anybody left? I had to turn around and see that there's still a few of you left, so, so I'm glad. But I'm glad you're doing things like, like an Hispanic ministry that can reach out and serve your community. That's fantastic. I want to say thanks to Bill Day for the years of service that he's given to this congregation, to the mentorship that he gave to Kent and all the other ministers that have come through here over the years. Uh, Bill Day will and will always be a big part of the fabric of this congregation. And he, he's done a great job, and he's here this morning. Bill, where are you? You're somewhere around here. Of course, he's so great he left whenever the keynote speaker got out. He knows what he knows. Uh, I want to thank Eddie Skelton for, for what he's done in missions and with World Bible School throughout the years as well. And so um, I, I appreciate so much opportunity to be here this morning. I'll tell you a little bit about myself. If you don't know me, I'm a Brown. Um, I was Rick's younger brother and Rhonda's brother-in-law. I'm Kent's uncle, so I've known Kent for a long, long time. I've known Kent before there was a Kent and Leah, and before there was a Carter and Mackenzie, and what's the little one? Harper. That is so bad that I forgot her name. Please forgive me. Thankfully, she's so, she's so young, she won't remember it. She goes, who was that crazy guy that didn't know my name? I've been with World Bible School, like Bill said, for about, and I, and I will say thanks Bill to, Hull, to Bill Hull, but, you know, there's, I'm like him. I don't have enough time to really thank all he's meant to this congregation and to our family uh, in a lot of ways. That's Oliver. He is my oldest daughter's first child, which means he's my first grandchild, which means he's pretty awesome. I'm telling you, there's no cuter kid. If you're not Facebook friends with Oliver, what are you doing? I mean, come on. He is cute. He's fun. He's funny. He's about four months old. 
And, uh, you know, he's just, he has brought so much joy into our life already. It's, it, it, it's, just, it's just hard to explain how wonderful he is in our family. I have another daughter uh, that's beginning her junior year at Oklahoma Christian this year. And so glad to have those two daughters. We stopped after two. Uh, God, was, God said, that's all you need to have. Uh, any more than that, I'll outnumber you. So we did too. But Oliver is a great kid. He's fun. At four months old, he's already doing things that, you know, I didn't do till I was five months old. So pretty special. I love technology that allows you to, to kind of progress people in age to see what they're going to look like when they get to be adults. You know, which is really cool. So I'm going to show you a really quick picture of what Oliver's going to look like aged here in a few years. So as you, as you can see, the same goofy smile, um, the same hairline, although I think he has more hair now than he will when he gets older. So I'm not, I'm not sure how that works. So, uh, but that's exactly, you know, I mean, he's... He's got some brown jeans, so that's what he's going to look like. Bless his heart. Poor kid. A few years ago, I was in a board meeting at World Bible School, and our, our chairman, Howard Norton, began telling this story about a praying church. He said, I'm going to tell you guys about this church that I know. He said, they've got great leadership. They've got good elders but they're not really where they want to be. And so I was actually talking to him and spent some time with him. This is Howard, not me. And he said, I'm going to tell you what this church did. Because this church, this congregation, these brothers and sisters said, we want to grow. We want to begin reaching our community in a way that we never have before. We want to do more. We want to be better. We want to be more Christ-like. And Howard said, fantastic. What are you going to do? And he said, we're going to pray. And Howard said, well, yeah, that's great, but you really need to have a strategy, you know, for church growth. And they said, we're going to pray. I said, okay, Howard again said, you know, that's great, but we have all these church strategists and all these books and all this information that says, here's how to be, here's how to grow your church, right? A lot of you, a lot of you heard the name Flavel Yakely that talked a lot about church numbers and church growth, and he passed away just recently. He's a great patriarch, a great person in our ministry that, that did a lot of statistical information. So Howard says, you're going to have to do more than just pray, brothers. I'm telling you, you're going to have to do more. So, so let's talk about your strategy. And they're like, we're going to pray. I said, okay. You know, Howard says, well, I mean, if that's the way you're going to be, I, I, I mean, of course you can do it. I mean, yeah, but, but I mean, so they said, we're going to pray. And so after this board meeting, I said, Howard, what what congregation was that? I want to know about that congregation. What was it? He goes, you know, it's that, it's that congregation up in Oklahoma City. You know, Bill Day is their minister. I think it's the Northeast or North something Church of Christ. I said, yeah, I know that church pretty well. You prayed. You prayed. You prayed and God gave the increase. Amen? Look at what's happening in this congregation. You have a Hispanic ministry. Things are growing. You have, you have a, 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 a newish minister that, 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 that's got a vision for the congregation. You have your, your, your older members that are here encouraging him that want things to get better. And get, so you are a praying church. I say thank you for that, for your example. Your name is being talked about around the world 
in that story, in that example, and you don't even know about it. That's what it's all about. You're not looking for the praise. You're going to pray. I appreciate a praying church. This morning we're going to continue the theme of the mission of God. But I'm going to talk to you about the mission of God in action. What does the mission of God in action look like? What, how does it feel? What does it smell like? What does it look like? How do you, how do you get there? What, do you, what, what kind of things go into a church that sees that mission of God in action? This verse talks a little bit about it. And that verse that was read this morning, by the way, can I stop just for a second and, and, and compliment your song leader? Wow, he is, he's fantastic. He is, I, I, he, he led two of my favorite songs. He bore it all, which I haven't sang in years, which I forgot what a great song that was. And then Ferris Lord Jesus, which is my wife's favorite song. But man, he is, he's great. He is awesome. You're so blessed to have him leading you in worship. That is, does he, is he here every Sunday morning doing that? I'm sorry. I'll be quiet and move on. <laughs> in Chronicles, we read about the temple needing to be built. I really am sorry. I thought he was your worship minister all the time. He's fantastic anyway, whether he's here or not. In Chronicles, we read about the temple needed to be built. And David wanted to build it, right? But what did God say to him when David said, God, I want to build your temple. What did God say to him? He said, no. David, you are, you are a man after my own heart, but you're a man of war and you're a man of blood, and that's not what I want building my temple. So you're going to lay the groundwork for it, and you're going to gather all the raw materials, but you're not going to do it. You're not going to be responsible for it. I have someone else in mind for that, someone younger and some, someone much more wise than you will ever be, David. So what did David do? He prayed. He got in front of the entire audience of, of the nation, and he began saying this prayer. And he got to this part about Solomon, and the prayer goes, God grant to Solomon, my son, a whole heart, that he may keep your commandments and your testimonies and your statutes. And I want you to say this part with me. What did he give him? Whole heart. In the mission of God, if you want to see a church that is in action, it's a church that gives their whole heart to something. If you want to see a marriage that's strong, it's a marriage that gives their whole heart to that. If you want to see a friendship that's strong, it's a friendship that gives their whole heart. If you want to see a project that's going to work out, it's going to be a project that gives their whole heart. Because you know the term half-heartedly, right? Half-heartedly is what Satan likes. He loves it when you don't give your whole heart. He loves it when he gives just a piece of you, but not all. Do you follow a Savior that gave half his heart? No. This is a church that gives their whole heart to things. That is what makes you special. That is what makes you what God wants to do. You're a praying church. You're a praying people. 
People like Donna McNeely, who has been teaching World Bible School for how many years now? 21, 22 years? She was talking to Kent the other day. Is Donna in, in the audience this morning? Donna, I'm sorry to embarrass you, sister, but I love you. She was talking to Kent the other day, and she said, You know, Kent, I, just, I need some more World Bible School students. And I'm not sure if she was getting discouraged, but, but she was like, I just need some more students. I'm not, for some reason, I'm just, they're not, they're not coming the way that I, that I really want them to. So she said, I'm going to pray about it. And so she prayed. Within a few weeks, she had over 150 new students. Praying people are people that give their whole heart. You're a serving church. You stay put in this neighborhood. When some people years ago said, you got to get out of there. That neighborhood's just getting older. There's nothing there for you anymore. See, that's Satan talking. Because he wants you to give up. He wants you to not care. He wants you to give in and be discouraged and give up and quit and move and say, you know, we're going to move out there where, 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 it's, where it's better, where, where, where all that youth is and where all that money is. That's where we need to go. But you as a congregation said, we're going to stay put. The mission of God in action sometimes says you stay put, you work, you pray, you serve, you give your whole heart, and you make a difference. That's God in action. And you're a giving church, which kind of leads me to why I'm here. One of the reasons I'm here this morning. You guys give to World Bible School. If you didn't know, part of your budget is you give to World Bible School. Eddie and, and, and the mission team and some elders said a few years ago, this is a ministry we want to give to. We have great people like Donna and the rest of her team and, and, and all these people that say, this is a ministry that, that's, that, that, that's going somewhere. And some of you here, maybe 90% of you have no idea what World Bible School is all about. No idea. You think it's that great things, that, that something great that people used to do back in the 60s and 70s, and it's just not really relevant anymore. It's just not really making a difference anymore. And it's really cool, and it's nice, and it's sweet that you're doing World Bible School. But, you know, we're, 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 we're looking for those big mission points. We're looking for those mission points that really make a difference. So we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to try this, and we're going to talk about this, and we're going to... But you know what? I want to tell you about the World Bible School this morning. I want to tell you about that unknown God that you do not know about. I want to tell you about what you're supporting and what World Bible School is all about this morning. So bear with me for just a few minutes, and we'll get there. First thing, uh, Pear, if you'll drop the lights um, and make sure the sound is okay. I want to show you this quick video about... Well, if you look at some of the different components in this, in this video, you'll see a part of what World Bible School is all about. Holy West, long preserved for walking this world. They resound with God's own heart. Hold at the ancient words impart. Words of life, words of hope, give us strength, help 
us cold in this world where'er we roam ancient words will guide us home only words of our faith handed down to this age came to us through sacrifice for our walk in this world. They resound with God's own heart. Oh, let the ancient words impart. Ancient words ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come World Bible School. You sharing Jesus. Get started today at worldbibleschool.net. Changing me and changing you. Some some of the elements you saw in that were Bibles. You saw some online things happening. You saw Bibles being sent. You saw people being baptized. Those weren't actors. Those were real people in a, in, a, in a mission trip that we did this past summer for World Bible School. Real people, real souls, real lives being touched. Are y'all supposed to finish at 11 o'clock? <laughs> you, you're not using your whole heart, brother. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, if we finish at 11, I'm telling you, is it typically 11 that Kent finishes up? 11.15? How long do I have to go? Seriously, I... 11.20? Nobody's giving me good... I'm serious. What, should, I, should I need to finish in about 10, 15 minutes? Okay. Because i got about 45 minutes worth of material left, and so I need to... I'm going to have to go through this a little quicker, and I'm going to cut some. I'm just going to... We're going to keep it real up here. So... That video is great. It's a fairly new video for us. It talks about a lot of the elements to it. So, but I'm going to tell you what else is going on with the World Bible School. And I will go through this quickly because the part that I talk about Jesus is pretty important to me at the end as well. But this is what World Bible School is all about. So we'll go through this pretty quickly. You saw the tagline, you sharing Jesus, because it, it really, really is. World Bible School has always been you sharing Jesus. Uh, we actually have a relatively small staff at World Bible School uh, the handles all these students. It, it's it's the people. It's the folks like, you know, like Donna and like her crew and like mission groups around the world really doing uh, World Bible School. That's reaching all these people. It's not us. It's you sharing Jesus. This is how many new students we had last year that you had last year through World Bible School. Hey, can I get an amen on that? That, those are souls. Those represent souls of how many people began studying the Bible last year alone through World Bible School. Right now, based on that number, and I love to hear that little amen too, that's great. Right now, the World Bible School, with this number alone, about every 30 seconds around the world, somebody is beginning a World Bible School lesson either on paper or online. Every 30 seconds. So by the time I finish this lesson, 50 people will have begun 
studying the Bible through World Bible School. That's what you're a part of. That's not small. It's not us. It's God. Uh, this is just a real quick graphic. We'll go through it because we're running out of time. Since 73, that's, that's roughly the amount of students that we, have, that we know of. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't report their students to us. They have their own programs, and they just don't know. These are documented numbers of students that we can say. That looks like a great number, and it's fantastic, but there's 7.5 billion people in this world, so we have a little more work to do, and you guys are a part of that. Um, I'm going to go through these. You know those. I'm sorry I'm racing through some of this, but I want to get to some of the other stuff. We're talking about Bibles. Uh, our middle name literally is World Bible School. And so this little Bible that we put together last year, it's a great, wonderful tool of God's Word. Uh, this little Bible is, we sell for $5. And, you know, that, that sounds great, but what's really great about it is, uh, in the back of this Bible, there's about 100 pages of study notes that have, well, we'll talk about, Bibles from Range basically means we're going to try to put a million Bibles in the hands of people. A million well, right now, we're at about, since we began, we're at about 250,000. But in the next five years, we want to hit a million. Well, that's a lot of Bibles, and we've got a lot of work. But God can do it. What that says is finally an evangelistic Bible specifically for the churches of Christ. This, in the back of this Bible, man, you're, you're, just a, you're a walking, talking mission effort with this Bible because it has some of the lessons printed in the back. It has a concordance. It's got some maps. It's got... Everything that you do that you would pay 40 or 50 bucks. And I'm not here to sell a Bible. I'm here to get the Word of God in people's hands. And you can help do that if, you, if that's something that you want to do. I have business people buying boxes of these and just giving them out with every sale or with every house that they sold or with every insurance claim that they, that they you know, they're giving these Bibles. And so we want to get Bibles in people's hands. It has WBS lessons in the back. It has something that's called the Guide to New Testament Christianity, um, which you basically, if someone's out there and wants to start their own church, this kind of guides them on how to do it. These are just some of the tools that we have uh, through WBS. We talked about the Bibles, you know, the printed lessons. I'm going to go through those pretty quickly. You guys are familiar with those. This is our master series of lessons that we've used for many years. It continually continues to be updated. Uh, recently, as we switched over to this version of the Bible, the English Standard Version, we redid all of our lessons again and looked at them and make sure they were uh, uh, continued to be biblical, continue to be what the Bible says, uh, not what we say. And so uh, if the paper lessons is for you, if you want to study paper lessons, uh, like, like your crew here that, that does Bible lessons, you can do that. Um, you may be someone that, that wants to do online lessons. If you have a phone or a tablet or a pad that connects to the internet, you can be teaching people right away. Right away. You don't have to get lessons. If you're not a paper person, that's okay. If you want to make a difference, if you want to, get if you want to adopt a student right now, you can do that. Pull, go to worldbibleschool.net like that video showed. Pretty easy instructions on how to reach the world, how to adopt students online. Doesn't sound too old-fashioned to me. It sounds like we're using the tools that God created in technology to spread Jesus. We also have different things. Local Outreach is a connect program that basically lets you create your own website running through World, 
World Bible School's website to let you have your own website for, for targeting local students online. If you need more information about that, we can, we can help you get your own page. It can be, you know, nwcoc.org, and, and those students, you can advertise on your Facebook, on your billboard, around town. Uh, you, you're basically targeting students in your area. So when they say, I'm either ready to be baptized or I'm looking for a church home, you're advertising those. They don't go into the main board around the world. They're your students that you've targeted uh, that, you can have, that you can take care of. Uh, Spoken is an app that we've created to help people learn English using the Bible. So that's kind of a cool deal. I won't go into that for time purposes. Uh, the last thing is a Methodist um, social media program that we've created that's going to be launched this year in October at the Global Missions Conference in Austin, Texas. And that is basically a new way to learn. Uh, it's nothing different. It, 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 it allows people... You know, we got to face it. Those people that are 30 years and younger learn differently. They're a different breed, a different group. They're not better, worse, different, whatever, but they learn differently. So this program is one that we've created so that they can interactively talk with other people. Uh, you, you learn in groups. You learn about the Bible. There's video modules that go with it. It's going to be fantastic. And there's one thing up here that I haven't told you about that's going to be kind of cool. WBS is coming up with its own adult Bible school curriculum. So we are super excited about that. It's going to be, it's going to be video based and also have a workbook that goes along with it. So if you do anything with the adult Bible school curriculum here, be looking for that. I'm sure we're advertising the Chronicle and probably seeing your lesson here or sample, but uh, uh, God is doing big things through world Bible school. And that's what you're a part of. And that is world Bible school is really part of the mission of God in action. Finally, I want to talk about why we're here and what makes a difference in my life, and that is that man. That man who put everything he did was with a whole heart. Everything he did was, was an action. There's nothing that he didn't do that wasn't for a purpose, that didn't have a reason, that, didn't have, that wasn't consciously thought about with his father in mind, with a service attitude in mind. And I guess what he did that was special, you can put a lot of things in that verse, in that blank. What Jesus did, Jesus saw people. Jesus saw people. And I guess my question to you is, do you see people? Because we live in a world today, I, I, I can't believe how divided we are, but I can because I know Satan is working full time to divide us. We don't need to be divided anymore. Jesus is, was here for one reason, to bring people together. His last prayer in the garden said, Father, finally I pray for those that will come after me, that they will be like-minded, they will be unified, that they will be together, that they will be one mind. He didn't want all this division. So he saw people. Today we have a problem seeing people. We see them right away and we categorize them. He's the guy wearing the tie. They're those people that drive that nice car. There's the people that, are, that don't have very much money. They're the people that have a lot of money. They're the people that go on these trips. They're the fat, big, ugly, dumb, stupid, but black. I mean, we think we see people and we look at them and that's all we see. Jesus saw souls. He saw people. To be a church in action means that with your whole heart, 
you look past whatever it is on the outside and you see people. You're all familiar with these verses. We're not going to read them. Those are three stories, great stories, and we're not going to go into a lot of detail, but you know these stories. The first one is about Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, everybody saw him and knew what they thought about him. Short, dumb, traitor, bad guy, swindler, cheater, thief. Jesus saw him and said, man, come down from that tree. Today I'll be in your house. And by the time he left, Zacchaeus' life was changed. So much that Jesus said, this is as much of a son of Abraham as any of the rest of you are. But nobody could see it but Jesus. The next story in John you'll be very familiar with. Jesus was standing. And a group of men, angry men, brought a woman and threw him at Jesus' feet. Because what did they see? A sinner, an adulteress, a liar, a cheater, a swindler. They saw all the things that they wanted to see about her. So Jesus didn't even look at her. He bent down, drew her on the ground, and said, For those of you who can see more than just what this woman is, if you can actually see a soul and not a sinner, then you go ahead and throw that first stone. Rocks hit the ground, people dispersed. Jesus stood up and the woman was standing there. And he said, woman, where are those that accuse you? She said, they're gone. And he said, then there's no accusers here. Go and sin no more. He saw what she could be. Wouldn't you love to know what the rest of her story was? The last one was a woman when Jesus was thirsty. And he went to Jacob's well. We take this for granted that we can so easily just get a nice plastic bottle and have a drink. Not so easy in those days. So Jesus goes and he meets this woman. And she's there alone. And he said, woman, can you give me some water to drink? And he talks about living water. And then she says, why are you talking to me? You don't know me. And he begins telling her things about herself. And she says, talks about her husband, and she said, well, let me, let me go bring my husband. And he said, I know about your husband. You've had five, and the man you're with now is not your husband. And the more she talked, and the more he saw, and the more she listened, she dropped her pot, went back to the village, and got everybody and said, I want to tell you about this man who knew everything about me. Could this be the Messiah? And there's an interesting part in that text that we, we, we skip over sometimes. And he says, Jesus and his apostles spent two days there. What happened in those two days? Jesus saw more people. Lives were changed. God was proclaimed. Service happened. People prayed. People gave. There were people in action during those two days. Grant to Solomon, my son, a whole heart. I hope that you have a whole heart. If not, it's time to change. World Bible School wants to make a change. This is that Bible. Maybe today it's just as simple as I think that, I think Kent bought a box of Bibles. 
I don't know if Bill is going to come up and talk about those, but I know Kent bought some Bibles for you guys to give out if you have one. If you have a need of one, I think Kent bought some for you to take and give away, not for your own. If you want to get it on your own, you can go on our website. They're five bucks a piece. Five bucks. Really? You know how much you, all of you are going to spend for lunch right now? With the money that you spend for lunch, you could probably buy 20 Bibles and give out. Or 30. I don't know. But that's a, a good way to help out the kingdom. That's a good way to be in action. World Bible School is about you sharing Jesus. I want to thank you today very much for your support of World Bible School. Hopefully you know more about World Bible School now than when you got here 30 minutes ago. And over the last 30 minutes, 60 people have begun studying World Bible School, partly because of you, partly because of your support. Today, if this congregation can help you in any way, an elder will come up here. I will meet you down here. I, I imagine there's baptismal water around here somewhere. If today is your day and you're ready to say yes to Jesus and you're ready to put him on, man, don't wait. Do not wait. Thank you so much for being here. I thank you for all that you do in your service. This is truly a church. And your mission of God is in action. And I appreciate that so much. Let's stand and we sing. And we'll move on. Do we have a song? Brother, come on. rest for thee, I sigh. When will the morning come? When I shall lay my armor by and dwell in peace and hope. We'll work till Jesus comes. We'll work.